0: Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. I'm Micah Chopley. Okay, how's everyone doing on this uh, Wednesday night? This Wednesday night. Um, There's a lot to talk about. A lot happened over the last 24 hours. Um, You know, I've talked a lot on this show about COVID and the vaccine and so on and so forth. And we talk quite often about, generally, about the vaccine not working, about not stopping the spread, about not doing what they promised it would do. Um, and we mentioned from time to time side effects such as uh, myocarditis and people who are getting the vaccine, the boosters, who keep getting COVID seemingly more than people who uh, haven't been vaccinated. Um, and certainly if the vaccines limited the spread at all, we wouldn't be seeing all these cases, the the constant ongoing cases and multiple cases and people getting it two, three, four times, because the majority of people are vaccinated and boosted. Um, but what we haven't really seen, okay what we haven't really seen much of is the uh the numbers behind the the uh the idea of the vaccine being safe. Okay? The uh, if it is or how safe it's not. I'm going to play a little clip in a couple of minutes here, which was on Fox News, and this is a uh, victory uh, for lawyer Aaron Seary. It's a he's a um, he's a lawyer who was trying to get the numbers released by the CDC. It was very difficult to get these numbers released. Um, from the from big pharma and the uh, the vaccine companies, uh, the numbers exactly of how many people the vaccine affected negatively, how many people you know had a felt like shit for a while, how many people had to maybe go to the hospital because of the vaccines, and so on and so forth. And when you look at the numbers that are now being released, that probably will only be covered by like Fox News and podcasts like my own you'll see that these vaccines were not only not safe, they were absolutely dangerous. The numbers are staggering. The numbers were staggering. What they gave out were 10 million. It was a, it was a study of 10 million people and the adverse side effects that 10 million, which is, of course, 10 million is a huge uh, group of people. Um. So 7.7%. Listen to this now. So nearly 8% Of the 10 million people studied had to seek medical care, meaning go to a doctor or go to a hospital, go to the ER post-injection. And a staggering 25%, that's one out of every four, missed work and had some serious event affecting their normal lives. Let me go through. Out of 10 million people, a study of 10 million, nearly 8% of them had to seek medical care. Not take an aspirin, not sleep it off, go to a doctor, hospital, go to the ER. And one out of every four, 25% of those 10 million missed work and had some serious event affecting their normal lives. Remember, this is the vaccine that's supposed to get you back to work. Remember, get us back to normal, not get us out of the hospital, right? Release hospital beds not put you back in the hospital, not put people in the hospital, not make people have to miss work and miss out on life. That was not how they were packaged. Okay? If they were packaged that way, if they were packaged that there's an 8% chance, okay, 8% that you're going to have to go to the hospital or go to a doctor and a 25% chance you might miss work, do you think people would have taken the fucking thing? And on top of that, of course, it never stop the spread. It won't stop the spread. You might get you might get COVID two to five times, six times, ten times, and there's an eight percent chance you can go to the hospital, and a twenty five percent chance you're not going to go to work. Would anybody would have taken those odds? No, of course not. But of course they lied. They lied. They knew this. They knew these vaccines were not safe. They knew these vaccines weren't effective. And if you're one of those people who say, oh, no, they didn't know, they really thought, because it was only studied for three and a half days before they put these things in people's arms. Well, then they knew for quite a while after that, as people were like going to the hospital, as people were actually like showing up in the ER, as people were missing work, they knew pretty quickly they weren't very safe or effective. Yet they keep pushing them. They kept pushing them. And then they pushed a booster and then they pushed another booster and now they'll push another booster. So there's no fucking excuse for this, that they didn't know. And of course, there were plenty of doctors and scientists who said these things were experimental, not tested long enough. Look at this last boost, tested on eight mice, eight blind mice. Who the fuck would take that? So there were plenty of people who were saying this was all bullshit, that they weren't safe and effective. And those people were silenced one way or another. They were silenced. Yeah, I'm going to play the clip, courtesy of of uh, Fox News. And this is the days interview. It's only us, here
1: from the time that you requested this V-safe data. V-safe
0: is a CDC program where you just kind of report how you're doing after you got the vaccine.
1: 463 days to get it. Why did it take so long? In your estimation, sir? It's a very good question. Why did it take numerous legal demands? multiple appeals, two lawsuits, in fact, before the CDC finally handed over the VSAFE data.
0: By the way, this is Aaron Seary. He's a vaccine and COVID rights attorney.
1: Which is already de-identified data for the most part that they provided. Just two days ago, 144 million lines of code that they could have provided in a matter of minutes at any point. It's a great question. Maybe the answer is, is that now that we have that data and we've looked at that data, Of the 10 million users within V-safe, 7.7% of them had to seek medical care after vaccination. That is an incredibly high percentage it appears to me. Yeah, and, and I, if I can, sir, so sure I just there are are, put this graphic up it, to kind of follow along with you. You're right. 7.7
0: required sure. medical care. I'm talking about emergency rooms, hospitalizations. There it is right there. And, and on top of that, not yeah. to, to go you one better, but this is your information. Another 2.5 million, we're talking 25%, missed work or school or had
1: bad reactions to the vaccine. What's the takeaway for you from this? Is it significant? It is... I, I, it seems incredibly significant. A big reason that they pushed the COVID vaccine is they said, look, not everybody's going to get, you know, seriously injured by COVID. But for many, it'll prevent them from having symptoms, being hospitalized, uh, missing work. Well, now that we have the data, we could see that getting the vaccine caused 25 percent of people who got the shot within this data set of 10 million people to miss work, to have some of serious event affecting their normal life functions. Yeah. And you also put out. I do
0: out. leave it to folks like Marty. And he's just about to mention Marty McCarry, who was one of the people, you know, one of the people uh, very leery of these uh, vaccines and everything around the COVID regulations and so on and so forth. You know all the others, Jay Bhattacharya, Peter McCullough especially. So here we go with more and more information coming out. Now, I could talk Uh, Until I'm blue in the face about this information. So think about that. 10 million. This was just 10 million people, which is a very, you know, solid scientific study. 10 million. So 7.7%. So what's that? 770,000 people. Right math? Yes. 10% would be 1 million. So 770,000 people out of this 10 million. So you can extrapolate that to 770,000 people out of every 10 million people. How many millions of people got this jab? And 25%, two and a half million out of these 10 million. So seven hundred eighty thousand had to go to the doctor or hospital, ER, and two and a half million missed work or had some other kind of illness. This thing is the shittiest. It's not the shittiest vaccine. It's poison. They've poisoned people. I, hey, I'll be inclusive, even though I didn't take it. They've poisoned us because I'm part of society. They've poisoned us. What is Congress going to do about it? Well, we know the Democrats will do nothing. They'll give them awards. Democratic-run organizations will give Fauci hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars in prizes and gold necklaces and cock rings for his fucking uh, great job he did. But are the Republicans do do anything. Are the people, wait, are the people first? First, the people have to do something, which is vote in Republicans in five weeks. That's the first thing that has to happen. Will that happen? And if that happens, if Republicans in January, on the 3rd, start holding hearings. We know these numbers now. Now Rand Paul knows these numbers. Ted Cruz knows these numbers. The Kennedy guy, Ted Kennedy, not ted kennedy what's his name john kennedy he knows always has a nice quip he he has he has these numbers are they going to do anything about it we know the the left media is not going to do anything about it this was on fox so we know fox news is, is 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 showing these numbers but these you won't see these numbers you definitely saw the fake death toll numbers on MSNBC and CNN for fucking months on end, right? Months on end. They had no problem showing the fake death toll. That they had no problem showing. Will they show these numbers? Will they show these numbers? Of course they won't show these numbers. I'm I'm answering my own question. No, of course they won't show these numbers. Why? Because it kills their narrative. It kills the... Here's the point. They don't care if people were killed. Because it kills their narrative. Admitting people were hurt and killed kills their narrative. So they won't talk about it. They will not talk about it. And no Democrats are going to hold hearings about this. Because they'd be implicating themselves because they were pushing it. Now, the Democrats could have a very simple, kind of a pussy ass, but still simple excuse And say, well, we were told by the doctors, we were told by Big Pharma and Fauci, who we trust so much, that these were safe and effective. So don't blame us. But now we're going to hold hearings because these numbers are coming out. They won't even do that much. They won't even do that pussy move. These low-life cavones, scumbags. They won't even do that. Will the people put in Republicans in next month, so in January, Republicans... Can illuminate this? Can hold hearings? That's the question. But many of us knew this. This is what pisses me off. Many of us knew this. That's why many of us didn't take this poison, because we thought there was a good chance it was poison. You see, it's called risk reward. It's called risk reward. And many of many of us decide the risk was too great for too little of a reward. We do this all the time in life. You see, we do it everything, but we're not allowed to do with COVID. We weren't allowed to do it with COVID. But we were right. We were right. The risk was way too great. Way too great for a vaccine that does not stop the spread and for odds of healthy people like myself to even get the COVID, let alone get a bad, bad COVID. So that's, that's what we decided on, you see. And that's without knowing these numbers, without knowing these numbers, many of us knew this could be the possible, that this could be the case. Why? Well, let's see, because uh, we use common sense. It wasn't tested long enough. Okay. Uh, I was told the average vaccine was like a five to eight year period, gestation period of tests. COVID wasn't around five to eight years. This vaccine wasn't tested five to eight years. Was it even tested five to eight months on how many people? I knew that the groups of people, the studies, the groups of people that to do these studies was much larger for the vaccines and much longer for the vaccines. They tested them long term. They saw how people reacted years down the road. They didn't do this with this thing. Just like the booster, eight mice. Eight mice. What vaccine in the history of mankind was only tested on eight mice before it was injected into the arms of millions of people, some of them children? None. The answer is none. So, see, these are the facts that those of us with a brain who could assess things okay, who could think for ourselves, who could do, God forbid, our own research did. And we decided, no, we're not going to do it. Now, what happened when we decided, no, we're not going to do it? Well, we were punished. If you lived in a democratic area, I should say, you were punished. If you lived in a, Although even if you lived in a Republican area, you weren't immune from the punishment of the federal government, of Joe Biden, of the Biden administration, with things like vaccine mandates for federal workers for 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 you know military people doesn't matter if live that affected you but on the local level for you know for jobs and if you want a job at starbucks if you want to go to a play that all you were punished in democrat run areas you were punished by scumbag scumbags like gavin newsom you were punished by scumbag low-life sexist scum like andrew cuomo Okay, You were punished by uh, no-brain, shit-lib extremists like Kathy Hochul. You were punished by playboy, wannabe Hitler, and blackface schmucks like uh, Justin Trudeau. So a lot of people were punished for making that very honest, critical assessment, and the assessment that they ended up being right on. They ended up not not hurting themselves by making the right decision, and they were punished for not hurting themselves. They were punished for making the right decision. They were punished for making the right decision. Let me say that again. I'll say it one more time. They were punished for making the right decision to not get the vaccine. Alex Berenson today, who has been on this since day one, mass, and vaccines, and he's been right. Since March of 2020 on everything, and you know what he got for it? He got banned from Twitter, had to go to court to get back on Twitter. Understand that? Got banned from Twitter for being right ahead of his time, ahead of everyone else on masks and vaccines, and he got banned for it. Had to go to court and won, as we always do in court, because everything they do is illegal, the left wing. And we win in court all the time, and he won. And now he's back, and he wrote today. The MNRA COVID vaccines are killing people, plain and simple. Best guess, they lead to about 10% rise in non-COVID mortality and no reduction in Omicron deaths. This is Australian data, very clean, because Australia had no COVID before vaccines. What does that line mean? That little squiggly line, no. Anyway, what does that mean, time? That little squiggly line, no, COVID, before vaccines. Deaths are now 17% above normal. That's the key right there. Deaths are now 17% above normal in 2022. And these are the facts. In 2022, there were 92,699 deaths that occurred by June 30th and were registered by August 31st, which is 13,524, 70 percent more than the historical average. In June, there were 16,749 deaths, 2,410, 16.8% above the historical average average, and deaths due to COVID-19 increased in July when compared with May and June. Okay, here we go. So that's that's that right there. Um, also, the rise in danger, it, the rise in deaths is higher and lasts longer after the third shot. The dose makes the poison, he's right, that's what I just called it, right, poison, uh, an artificially modified MNRA in an LNP shell doesn't seem to be a product humans tolerate well with repeated exposure. That's from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, Professional Mortality Statistics, January to May of this year. (laughs) I mean, this is incredible. This is really absolutely fucking incredible. The more you read, the more frightening it gets. And yet what, what will happen? What will happen to the people who knowingly did this to others? What will happen to the people that knowingly did this to others? Uh, Dr. Mengele knowingly hurt and killed people, right? Mengele knowingly hurt and killed people. So what should we do to these modern day Dr. Mengele's? we give them Do we give them awards? Do we give them honors? Do we give them grants? Do we give them gifts? Do we give them half million a year salaries? Is that what we do? Do we promote them? Do we let them retire and enjoy their last years on this earth peacefully? Is that what we do to these current day Dr. Mengalas? Or do we punish them? Do we make them Accountable for what they've done—that's the question to be to be answered, right? To be continued. I answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. I would say I give odds. I like odds. I don't I don't bet, but I like the odds game. And you know, with sports, everything is odds now. Who's going to win? or the odds of this team winning? But unfortunately, I would say on this date, October fifth, twenty twenty-two. I say the odds of Fauci dying before he's held accountable for this are pretty damn good. I put money on that, unfortunately. Death before accountability. I could be wrong. But I wouldn't put my money on the opposite. I wouldn't put a dollar on the opposite right now. First, people have to vote in Republicans. That has not been done yet. That's not a sure thing. And then Republicans have to do this stuff, and that's not a sure thing. We know Rand Paul talked about it. Rand Paul says it's gonna happen if the voters do the right thing. But the Congress is more than Rand Paul, right? Is there a Rand Paul in the House? I would hope so. Because both, both chambers of Congress need to do something about this. Both chambers of Congress must do something about this. It just gets worse and worse day by day. But when the numbers were going up, when the death tolls were going up day by day, CNN, MSNBC, all of the Democrat-owned media, they had no problem showing the death numbers, that death ticker that they show on the screen. They had no problem showing that. Day after day, as the numbers went up, they were giddy. Believe me, they were giddy. They were giddy when the numbers were going up because they can keep showing those numbers going up and they could blame, you know, what they could blame. Um, but will they show these numbers now? Will they show these revel- this revelation? Will they show the numbers we're gathering every day now that show that the vaccine was worse and worse and worse and more dangerous and more dangerous and more dangerous? No, they're not going to show these numbers. You will not see these numbers on any screen on any show, on CNN, MSNBC, that I'd put every dollar I have left on. You won't see that. They never had an adverse reaction ticker, did they? I don't recall an adverse reaction ticker. That I don't remember. And those numbers were easily compiled, as we see, they had them compiled from day one. They just won't release them. They have no problem the CDC had no problem releasing fake death numbers. Those numbers were released. They had some, someone in there, you know, get very excited, getting very excited at these numbers and, and publishing them and sharing them with the networks. But no one there now is going to share these numbers. No one's going to compile and share these numbers with the major networks. Going back to what I've been saying since I started this show back in November and what I was saying well before I started this show. Big tech, big pharma, big government, big media, all colluded from day one. That is why after about 10 seconds, there were ads about wearing masks. That's why after 10 seconds, there were ads about social distancing. That's why it took no time at all for these to go because they were ready to go because they all colluded and they all had this in the can from day one, ready to spring on us. The big propaganda blitz, the big PR Orwellian propaganda blitz. And then they had the vaccine as ready to go before one person even got the injection. They had it all ready to go because it was all pre-planned. You see, it was all pre-planned. And you wonder what the conversation was regarding these numbers finally coming out. And it probably went something like this, you know, well, eventually it might take months. It might take years. All these numbers are going to come out, you know, showing how bad this vaccine was. Well, don't worry about that. What are you worried about? We're talking about two, three years down the line. People won't even care anymore. It doesn't matter. People won't even care at that point. And at that point, Joe, that point, Buster. Well, I've made billions of dollars anyway, so who cares? It went like that, something like that. That's the best I can do. The Micah Chopoli players is only me. That's kind of how the conversation went. Regarding these numbers finally coming out, because I'm I'm sure someone brought that up. That eventually the truth will come out. And they didn't give a fuck. And you know what? Uh, I think they might be right. Maybe no one cares anymore. They knew their, their people in the media, which is 95% of the media, wouldn't show these numbers. And for fuck sure, they got rich over this. For fuck sure, they got rich over it. If the money stopped coming in now, today, billions and billions of dollars, the rich got richer. It, 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 they knew in two years they could do what they wanted. In two years, they could, their master plan would work. It wouldn't need more time than that. So they didn't care about these numbers coming out now. They don't care right now. They don't care. They're not shaking. Believe me, they're not shaking. They're not worried about it. How do we make them worry about it? How do we make their master plan not work? That's the question of the day. How do we make their master plan fail? I'm doing my part, I think. And I'll vote as well for all Republicans as everyone else should. But I think we need to do more than that. I think we need to do more than that. I mean, it's it's incredibly frightening. It's truly incredibly frightening. Remember what they were saying? Oh, just wait 15 minutes. After you get that shot, wait 15. If you don't have a bad reaction, 15 minutes... We're going to watch you 15 minutes. Then you can go home. Everything's fine after 15 minutes. Everything will be fine after 15 minutes. Don't worry about it. If you don't start going into convulsions after 15 minutes, you're fine. We got the pen, the EpiPen, if it happens. Don't worry about it. So they watched 15 minutes and they made people believe that. They made up this 15-minute thing. Almost no one had any adverse reactions in 15 minutes, but they certainly would later. As we see now, with 8% having to go to the hospital and 25% not being able to go to work for a shot that was supposed to keep you out of the hospital, open up hospitals, stop the hospitals from being overcrowded, and make you go back to work. They're doing the opposite of what they were intended to do. The opposite of what they were intended to do. Fewer people would have gotten sick without these vaccines. Things would have gotten back to normal faster without these vaccines. But we know this. Things are better without government intervention. Things are much better without big government intervention. Always. And now Gavin Newsom, the hair gel king some wants to. Well, he just signed the law, it says the government can tell doctors what to say about it. Uh, your doctor can't tell you this. Your doctor can't tell you these facts, these lead pipe sense facts. Your doctor can't tell you because it's not the narrative the government wants your doctor to tell you. OK, it's not following the big government, big pharma, big tech, big media collusion narrative. The doctor can't interfere with that. Don't you understand? Don't you understand that? That's what Gavin Newsom doesn't want. He doesn't want your doctor telling you the numbers I just told you. Imagine if every doctor in the state of California conveyed these numbers tomorrow to their patients. Gavin Newsom doesn't want that. So he'll call it misinformation. He'll call these facts that we now know released by government organizations that were hiding them misinformation. Because he's a scumbag sociopathic monster. But luckily, doctors are fighting back. Luckily, doctors are fighting back on that Orwellian censorship that Gavin Newsom is trying to institute. The Orwellian censorship. Mark McDonald, who I saw... In uh, Palo Alto last year, Mark McDonald is a psychologist who uh, is in LA. He's based in LA, and he refused. Well, he knew this. He he wrote a book about mass psychosis, and he refused to participate in the the city mandate, the state mandate, saying that people had to wear masks when they went to see their therapist or any medical setting. Okay. So he, he, he decided that for many reasons. And so he's been out in front of this for a very long time. So he posted today that two California doctors have filed a federal lawsuit to overturn a new state law restricting the advice they can give patients about COVID-19. Governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat, what else would he be? Signed Assembly Bill 2098 into law Friday to authorize the Medical Board of California to levy professional sanctions against and revoke the licenses of doctors who share with patients, quote unquote, misinformation that challenges the scientific consensus about COVID-19. Filed Tuesday in the U.S. Court of the Central District of California, (laughs) the lawsuit claims the law violates doctors' freedom of speech and the spirit of scientific inquiry. It names the 12 members of the state medical board and state attorney general Robert Bonta, a Democrat, what else would he be, as defendants. Uh, Assembly Bill 2098 intrudes into the privacy of the doctor-patient relationship, replacing the medical judgment of the government for that of the licensed professional, and chilling the speech of those who dissent from the official view, the complaint states. According to the language of the law, doctors tell patients anything that is contradicted by contemporary scientific consensus. What does that mean? What Fauci says about COVID-19 treatment are guilty of unprofessional conduct. The state medical board defines scientific consensus. It says, <laughs> Dr. Mark, how hilarious. Dr. Mark Lindahl, the Los Angeles psychiatrist, and Jeff Bark, an Orange County primary care physician, filed a lawsuit. They are being represented by attorneys from Liberty Justice Center, Chicago-based nonprofit law firm. Uh, in the statement, Dr. McDonald said the law shuts down his freedom to explore alternatives and share opinions that challenge the scientific consensus. The Medical Board of California declined to comment. The offices of Mr. Newsom and the state attorney general did not respond immediately to inquiries. In a statement appended Friday to the new law and coordinating court documents, Mr. Newsom said it was narrowly tailored to respect doctors' opinions outside of the office. <laughs> what a scumbag he is. Scumbag. So, luckily, these doctors – and they'll win because, once again, Gavin Newsom loses in court because Gavin Newsom breaks the law. Everything Gavin Newsom does is illegal. Everything Gavin Newsom does is unconstitutional because, as I have said, Democrats hate the Constitution. So, Democrats would totally rewrite the Constitution if they could. they take out the First Amendment, take out the Second Amendment, take out many amendments. Put in woke language. You know they would do it. Come on. They get off on this shit. So, Gavin Newsom will lose. If it goes to the Supreme Court, He'll he'll lose easily. Um, and this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do with these people. You have to drag them into court, drag them into court because that's the only way you can defeat this stuff. The only way everything they do reflectively, the left is against the constitution. So this is why they lose. But like any criminal, like any low life scumbag criminal, Gavin Newsom will try to get away with it as long as he can, right? Hopefully, no one files a grievance that just stays there on the books as law, right? Or he'll just get away with it. You know, they, they know that it takes a process, right? They know it takes the process, and that takes time. So while it does that, there may or may not be a stay. Whatever they whatever little thing these little low-life petty criminals can get away with for as long as they can, they will. Eventually, they lose. Eventually, we know that they lose. So understand what Democrats have been doing for the last two and a half years. They've been breaking the law as long as they can. That's what they've done. They They break the law as long as they can. Just like someone who goes into a store and steals a product, and then he goes into another store and steals a product, you know? Someone who downloads child pornography, someone who rapes someone, they'll keep doing it until they get caught. Because they figure, well, I'll get my jollies off. I'll do this for as long as I can. Eventually, yeah, they're probably gonna get caught. But as long as they can get away with it, they'll get away with it. That is the mindset of the criminal type, of the sociopath. And that's what Gavin Newsom is. And that's what most Democrats are. That's what Joe Biden is. That's what Justin Trudeau is. But luckily, like I said, they they will eventually lose. They will eventually lose. Speaking of losing, Charlie Crist is now down by 11 points. I'm doing a trans. this is a transition. Charlie Crist is now down by 11 points in a poll. A Mason Dixon research poll has him down by 11. Uh, And remember, Ron DeSantis, who's now ahead by 11, won by less than a point just four years ago. If he wins by 11 or more, it will be the biggest Republican win in a statewide race in modern Florida history. Because, you know, Florida is usually a point or two, right? Democrat, Republican is usually very tight. Usually presidential race, governor's race, they're a point or two apart. So to be 11 points, to go from winning by, let's say, one to winning by 11 shows how many people support DeSantis, how much support he's gained over the last four years. Most of it, I'd say, over the last two years, two and a half years. Um, And Democrats, too. I mean, Republicans do now outnumber Republicans by about 300, Republicans outnumber Democrats by about 300,000 now in Florida. It keeps growing, but that would not, if it's only Republicans voting for Ron DeSantis, it would not, 300,000, you know, uh, registration difference would not equal a, a landslide victory. But this means Democrats are voting for him. This means independents are voting for him. This means all of independents and Democrats are going to vote for him. I wonder why, I, 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 well, why is that? Why? Let's see. Why would why would Democrats vote for a Republican in Florida? Well, maybe because they enjoy their life. Maybe they enjoy their freedom there. Maybe they won't like poo poo that word freedom so much from now on. They see what Gavin Newsom has done in California. They're Democrats. Right. And they see what Gavin Newsom has done in California. They see what Cuomo slash Hochul have done in New York. They see what Prisker's has done in Illinois. And they don't want that. They don't want their states to be that. Do they understand that a Republican is the reason why they have freedom, that a Republican is the reason why they got their job, that the Republican is the reason why their business hasn't been closed, that the Republican is the reason why their business is thriving because of tourism? Do they realize it's a Republican? Let's hope so, so they're for a fucking Republican. These Democrats see what these Democrats have done. They don't want Florida to be California. They don't want Florida to be New York or Michigan or Illinois. So do they understand that means they don't want Florida run by a Democrat? Obviously, in this race, it does. Let's hope it sticks and holds and continues. That's why Ron DeSantis is winning so big. There's a reason why he's winning so big. Democrats will not have an answer. They won't have an answer. What's their answer? Florida is full of Trumpers now? What's their answer for that? How does he win by 11 points? Well, you'll see the exit polls. He's gotten Democrats involved. him. In. why are these Democrats all Trump supporters? No, because he was right the whole fucking time because he knew the vaccines were not safe or effective. Well, maybe he didn't. I don't know if he, I don't know if I give him that much credit, but I'm sure he I'm sure to a man he knew. But at least he gave people the right to decide on their own. That point, whether he knew they were safe or effective, maybe he thought they were. He still did the right thing. And giving people of his state the right to decide for themselves and their children, not the government deciding for them where they get the jail. That's the most important thing. If Ron DeSantis got it or not, whether he liked the shot or not, whether he believed them or not, is butkus. It doesn't matter. He kept his state free and open because the science said that was the best thing to do. And he was right. And Newsom was wrong, as he's always fucking wrong. Another incredible thing, which I could not believe, have you guys seen that um the images, that Pine Island Bridge in Florida? It's not it's a it's a small little overpass. It's not a real it's a bridge, but it's kind of like an overpass sized bridge. Decent size, but not huge. But did you see the whole thing was underwater and destroyed? And they built it in three days? DeSantis just tweeted Construction on the Pine Island Bridge has been completed today. Three days after construction began. Happy to have the state step in and help get our Pine Island residents back on their feet. I cannot believe this thing was rebuilt in three days. That is incredible leadership right there. Incred- if, people, listen to me. Trust me on this. If this happened in San Francisco, it would take three years at least for this to be rebuilt. Three years. There'd be no leadership from Newsom. There'd be no leadership from the governor, the mayor, anything. It would just sit there underwater, destroyed, maybe three years later. And I I bet you the cost, I bet you the cost was nothing compared to when they put a fucking bike lane or bus lane in this city. And it takes years just to construct a bike lane or a specific bus lane, years and millions and millions of dollars. It was done in three days. And that's why it's cheaper because they worked on it for three years. So you have all this city waste in these Democrat-run states and cities like San Francisco and New York and L.A., where these things drag out on purpose because of the unions and the lack of city leadership. And they drag on forever and they cost so much money. This bridge, I could not believe this. They've been showing the before and after photos of this bridge before the hurricane and after. And it was totally destroyed. It was gone. You couldn't see it anymore. And there it is three days later back up. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I can't. It's, it's stunning. Stunning. A new, an, another huge win for Ron DeSantis and really a huge win for, for, for Floridians. That's what's most important. It's a huge win for Floridians. And that's what's so important. So, as we see, we see it over and over again. We see it over and over again that this idea that Democrats love of of big government is just big government waste. It puts more money in their pockets, puts more money in the pockets of the big wigs, the unions, not the workers. Democrats always like to say, oh, you're anti-union, anti-bigwig, okay? Like that biatch that runs the the, uh, teachers' union. Okay, who kept kids out of school for two years. She makes her pocket. How much, how much did she make a year? How much did the regular teacher year? How much does Randy Weingarten make? Okay, so we're talking about Democrats with big government. They just stuff their own pockets. They stuffed the pockets of the big union, big wigs in the union. stuffed the pockets of their realtors, developers. That's why things take so long and cost so much money. Yet here we are, this Pine Island Bridge, three days. Three days, we'd say, in New York. As uh, Steve Hilton says, oh, I love Steve Hilton, by the way, a tell of two governors. DeSantis saw his people struggling and implemented a gas tax break. Another thing he said, a gas tax break. But all can all Newsom can do, is we get tax, gas tax breaks here? No, all they can do is blame oil companies. Not the, all the regulations and taxes he puts on and the Green New Deal crap he puts on the gas here that go into the gas prices. That's why it's 9 dollars here, where it's 4 dollars in Nevada or 350 nationwide. That's why it's so expensive here. And the people don't this is the great by Californians. They don't apprehend this. They don't see that gas is 9 fucking dollars here and dollars the state over. And what do they just think? What do these people think? What do these big city liberals think? Well, it's just an expensive state, but it can you do It's very expensive. That's all they think. They have no fucking brains. They have no reasoning ability. No, it's because of the politicians and their policies that make the gas prices higher here. It's not just osmosis that everything's just so, everything's just so expensive in California, so gorgeous. It's got to be, it's gas has to be $6 more a gallon here because it's gorgeous California. This is what these people actually believe. They actually believe this nonsense. Tax break, gas tax break, what an idea. Gas tax break. Instead of just blaming oil companies, blaming you know you know what Democrats love to do. They like to blame like the movie villain guy in a suit and tie, right? The movie villain corporation, ran corporation. You know, you see in the movies this close up of this evil building, big building. That's what Democrats like to do. Everything's a fucking movie to them. Let's do. That. Everything's a Hollywood production. Let's do that. Let's blame a big corporate monster. Do a close up of the building with ominous music. Oh, let's blame them. Don't blame ourselves. Don't blame our policies. Don't blame our Green New Deal garbage policies on the reason why gas prices are so high, the reason why the energy grid is destroyed here, the reason why we can't deal with a 72 hour fucking heat wave where it's 98 for 72 hours. You got to turn your thermostats up to 80. Do they do that in Texas? Do they do it in Arizona? Do they do it in Florida where it's hot and humid all fucking year long? No, of course not. Yet here, for three fucking days, they can't handle a heat wave. Why? Because California is so big and expensive. No, it's because of the policies of the people who run it. They're called Democrats. When will people wake up here? And I'm surrounded by this. And people say, "Mike, why are you so angry? Oh, you're so angry." Well, yeah, I'm angry because I'm surrounded by lunatics. And I'm not a lunatic, and I'm, but I'm forced to be surrounded by them. Wouldn't you be angry and upset if you were like forced into it? What was that movie? The Steven Soderbergh movie from a few years ago, where the woman goes in to like a she needs psychiatric care and she goes to the hospital, this psychiatric institution, and she signs some documents and she doesn't and they put her in there against her will. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm in a psychiatric institution, an outdoor psychiatric institution, against my will. The phone. He shot it on the iPhone seven. I forgot the name of it. I'll look it up. But that's what I that's what I feel like. That's why I'm so angry. I guess Nurse Ratchet, she just died, by the way, Louise Fletcher. Nurse Ratchet would give me a couple of pills and tell me to get a lobotomy. Force me to get a lobotomy. Uh, see he was angry, wasn't he? Jack Nielsen character in that? Uh, Okay, hold on. I have a call here. I've been talking. I've been talking my ass off for 45 minutes. Shut up, Mike. Let someone else talk. Like William.
2: How are you, William? I am Mike. Can you hear me okay? Yes, loud and clear. (laughs) I got to keep it down because I have someone sleeping in the room next door. No problem. Um, California Ned Lamont just signed a bill, AB 2098, Mm -hmm. where the American Medical Association could start sanctioning doctors. For alleged COVID misinformation and disinformation.
0: Yeah, I just talked about that just before you came in the room. You
2: did, okay. Just,
0: okay. That's okay. Talk about it more. I was well, and I was talking about how Doctor Mark McDonald, and another doctor,
2: has sued, and they're taking it to court. That's good because this is a bunch of word salad. Reading this. Uh, False information that is contradicted by contemporary scientific consensus contrary to the standard of care. Yeah, who decides that? Gavin Newsom? Yeah, exactly. Not only that, they should be going after Fauci for disinformation. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course. Right. of course, William, of course, we know this. There's no Of course, there's no doubt
0: about it. But, but that's what Gavin Newsom is, is considering the official information that doctors can't, you know, that, that, that doctors can't uh, talk against is Fauci. That's what he's talking about. Fauci is, remember, Fauci is science. And these Democrats like Newsom believe that. He represents science. So if your doctor says something that contradicts Fauci, he should, he should, be, he should lose his license. How sick is this?
2: Really, how sick is that? It's now. There's various like. There's a tweet that Dr. Peter McCullough put up by Dr. Drew. There's like uh, Dr. Drew speaks in a short embedded video, and what he says is that this is how it'll affect the doctors. So like, you probably heard the Vaccine Journal report on for men under 40 Mm -hmm. that the Moderna vaccine will five times higher rate of myocarditis than COVID yes okay yeah okay and that there should be studies on other age cohorts to determine risk benefit analysis right right now the interesting thing about that article the brighton coalition is approved by the world health organization that that authorizes this study so the who is not going to get out from under this. Do you follow me? But anyway, the, the point being made by Dr. Drew is, say someone comes into his office and he says, and they're 60 or over. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, I've heard about the study for 40 and under. Gee, I'm wondering if I should get the vaccine. The only thing the doctor can do is quote the CDC narrative. He can't vary from it in any way. CDC says, CD says If you're over 60, you should get it. But they haven't finished the study on the old overt yet to determine risk-benefit analysis. Exactly. Exactly. This is insane. There's no informed consent here anyway to begin with. This is completely nuts. Now, I want to add one more thing. My father used to sell for J.B. Serral, which Mm. is a big pharma company. Sure. And he sold for decades. He got out of it when I was very young. And something must have triggered him. I don't know what, because I was very young. It's before he opened his bicycle shop when I was 10. So I was like eight. And he said to me, me, Bill, don't let any doctor ever tell you that herbs don't work. Most drugs come from herbs. He said, Aspen comes from white willow bark. He said, I'm nothing but a glorified drug pusher, and most doctors I know use herbs, marijuana, and opiates when they want to get high. So don't let them tell you that yeah. herbs don't work. You know?
0: Well, so, it sounds like he might have uh, had a – you know, his conscience might have gotten him out of that. Person. I think. Yeah. I think. That's, yeah, that's okay. Absolutely. That's you what it Sorry, go ahead. You know, after a while, I would think, you know, well, not everyone, not everyone, you know, all of a sudden sees the light. You know, there's a lot of money be made with that in it. But uh, I, I think that's I think I think some people we have seen some people out there who used to be in big pharma or, you know, uh, you know, uh, and now talk about now now come out and talk about how evil they are. But, you know, with the money boy, the money has to be so addictive, right? Because it's 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 there's so much money to be made in big pharma, as we saw what happened with their stocks over the last two years. Follow the money in any crime, brother. You know, <laughs> yeah. And hey, we got a lot of crimes to follow right. We have a lot of crimes out there. There's a lot of a lot of money to follow because we got crimes being committed all the time, constantly. Yeah. And it's and, and they're committed usually by the people who uh we continually elect to office,
2: you know, like like gavin Newsom and Nancy Pelosi.
0: Where where are you by the way, Bill?
2: I'm Connecticut. It's a uh Blue state supermajority in the House, Senate, and go. Oh, enough. you've got
0: that. What's his name? Chris Murphy guy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I I can't stand Chris Murphy. I mean, I I used to think he was okay. I used to think he was at least on the level. You know, not not a sociopath, not not you know, not a crook. But what he, his two years during COVID it was, just, it was horrible. His COVID, his pushing mandates and 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 you know, masks and stuff really turned me off to him,
2: big For, time. Oh, here's another one. LifeSite News has a study on 47. Uh, studies on them um, that the mask does not stop transmission of a uh, respiratory illness, and thirty odd studies that cited that it's actually due to reducing oxygen levels and breathing all kinds of things <laughs> in the mask. But then you're rebreathing all day, Bill.
0: Bill, when they started doing these masks, when they finally reopened the gyms after six months, mm-hmm. I remember this was like in the summer of twenty. 2020 i remember going to the gym it was a, a uh, planet fitness in Daly city here in california and i remember going to the gym and of course they told you how to wear a mask if you wanted to work out and they had these signs up and the signs said this was the C. this was like cdc stuff the sign oh. said at, this is at the same time they're telling you you must wear the mask in order oh. to work out there they put up a sign that says the cdc says it's unhealthy to wear a mask while exercising
2: can you believe this it's insanity. It's yeah. completely insane. Now, I want to cite a couple of things. Have you heard of PubMed Open Access Medical Journal on the National Institute of Health Library? Yes. Yes, okay. I have heard Yeah. Okay. 2010, right? If you look up the keywords, PubMed zinc, zinc ionophores, effective versus coronavirus, and arterivirus, RNA viruses, including polio. You can't believe this. Shit works for polio, right? And so zinc we all heard of, right? What's a zinc ionophore? Well, natural zinc ionophores are quercetin and black seed, and you can find that even on the NIH site if you're looking for ionophores, but also hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin have uh, that effect. Uh, The ionophore charges the zinc, Here's, here's the, the way Dr. Zelenko described it, who consulted Trump. Remember, Trump was talking about hydroxy and zinc, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So the way Dr. Zelenko, the allegory he tells is this. He says that the zinc is the bullet, but you got to get it inside the cell plasma, right? And you got to get it through the cell wall, the receptor. Right. He said the zinc ionophore, a shotgun, and it charges the zinc positively, ionophore, and it somehow—I don't ask. Don't ask me how this works on a cellular level, but that way the zinc gets inside the cell, and that's the replication of the virus. God knows, you know what I mean. God's right. you know, worked this out a long time ago. Right, fighting, right, right. We've been fighting viruses a long time. So the other thing is the D three studies that came out early on, which people knew before, you know. Low volumes of D3 makes you susceptible to all kinds of viruses and all kinds of things. And that's what they're determining brings on the flu season in the New England because people are inside. It's cold. They don't want to be outside sunbathing. Do you follow me? Exactly. So so what happens is 50% of the deaths were in nursing care facilities. Most of those people aren't getting outside in the wintertime. It's cold. Do you follow me? They're elderly. They don't want to go outside, right? And then you have the issue of, well, the CDC cited that 94% of deaths were people with two or more comorbidities. So, and um, Jimmy Doerr, he cited a study where uh, a majority of people who who died from COVID had four or more comorbidities. Now I have several due to a pituitary tumor I've had and endocrine disorder and severe sleep apnea. You know what I did, brother? I took I've learned a long time ago about elderberry uh, regarding respiratory illnesses, right? So I took elderberry, took vitamin C, right? We've all heard of that. I had D3. I uh, found a doctor Zaholt on MedCram. Now he's a doctor, works in the hospital. This thing came out March, 2020. If you were to go MedCram, coronavirus vitamins, you'll find it, okay? he, he makes um, videos for students. MedCram is a study type thing for students. Do you follow? So he gets right into the nitty-gritty of the cellular activity and the science, right? Which, frankly, is more than I need. If he says it works and he's a medical doctor, he's telling about quercetin. He's talking about D3. He's talking about zinc. He's talking about... Um, did I say see you ready? And then the other thing he talked about was anacetylcysteine, cysteine, MAC. Right. right now, get this, get the rub on this. The F that's been around for two decades, you know, through health food stores. Right. Yep. The, the FDA banned it during COVID.
0: Of course they did, because they wanted everyone to just go right to the vaccine. Bill, I know, but that's, that know, was the whole idea behind that whole full court press what's what's sad what's sick and sad and now reality is that when trump was coming out and talking about hydroxychloroquine and all Mm these other things and he was being called a quack and crazy Mm -hmm. those things would would work just as bad just as well if not better than the vaccines did
2: better i'm going to give you another study off um pubmed 2005 remember sars cov Mm one okay so 2005 um virology medical is the um journal i think that's my recollection okay anyway 2005 chloroquine safe and effective for coronavirus now hydroxy is even a safer form of chloroquine right and it's been on the world health organization list of essential medicines along with ivermectin for decades you follow me Mm -hmm. it's like but but when this severe that they approved of, remdesivir, if you go PubMed, remdesivir, renal failure, that is a repurposed drug from the Ebola trials. It was so deadly in the Ebola trials, they had to pull the drug out of the study. Bill, do you remember what they did?
0: And this was done purposely to these, mm-hmm. remember that story they the, the, the media really ran with about that couple that took the, um, the cleaner, the, uh, the fish tank cleaner, it was like the fish tank cleaner, and it was supposedly um, – was it hydroxychloroquine? Was it, it was one of the – like. it was a different version. It wasn't the version you're supposed to take, obviously. Right. They made it look like, oh, look what Trump has done. He's killing everyone. People take it. It was this one crazy-ass couple, older mm-hmm. couple, who were just out of their minds and took this fish tank cleaner. And I think she got sick. He died. And they made it look like Trump was killing millions of people. By talking about hydroxychloroquine and these other things other than the vaccine, which hadn't come out yet, obviously. Right. So they did that right away. They had the full court press on that one yeah. story to make it look right. like that was a nutty thing. And then there was other stories that they did with these very isolated cases where they made mm-hmm. it look like anything other than what Fauci was prescribing, which was just a vaccine, obviously, right. was totally nutty. Was totally conspiracy theory and craziness, yeah. and and it was going to kill everybody if anyone listened to that advice. So they did it on purpose. They, oh, they yeah. did it on purpose, man.
2: It was a, you know, they should all be tried at the Hague. Of and course. You know, you know what I think they should do with Fauci, yeah. my friend? Like he did to the puppies, put his head in a cage with fleas. You
0: oh, know they- you know, remember they were calling it horse dewormer. Remember they tried to make what's his yeah. name look like a nut job for taking? They, yeah. they called it horse dewormer. I mean, you know. They did this on purpose. They did yeah. stuff like that on purpose just to make people not even think about any of that stuff and just go directly to the vaccines. do It's like, you know, Monopoly, don't pass go, don't collect $200, go directly to the vaccine. That's right, what they
2: no I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. That's, that's what they wanted. That was that was the narrative.
2: Absolutely. Now, guess what? Mac is available again. You can buy it through Amazon or VitaCost. Right. Now it's available. Right. right. The other thing is, any drug that gets approved is tried on animals first, right? <laughs> Small animals and primates. So, of course, it works for animals. That's how it got eventually tested on humans. So, of course, it's a human drug like ivermectin, like hydroxychloroquine. Ivermectin won the Nobel Prize to the, the Japanese fellow who came up with that. And then, no, no kidding, it works for animals. That's how they tested it. I okay. mean, Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? No, no, they they just they twisted everything once again. Everything. Into the narrative, and that's that was the whole idea. That yep. was and Fauci, we know, put out memos, emails saying we yep. have to. Uh oh, uh oh, they might be taking hold with some of these. We got to nip this in the bud. We got to nip this in the bud. We saw these emails that yep. Fauci was sending around to his friends in Big Pharma saying we have mm. to, and in the media and in government saying we have to stop this. We yep. have to make sure our our narrative is the only. Look, this is, you know, I don't think Orwell could have written this, right? Exactly. I mean, he's even Orwell turning in his grave with this stuff. This is just blush. It, it, it's absolute insanity that 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 we we allowed this to happen.
2: Right. And what did Bill Gates say in the last WEF 2022 meeting? Did you catch what he said? Do you know I, what I he said? I don't watch Bill Gates anymore. I've to listen to Bill Gates anymore this plays into the truth, believe it or not. He said, well, I'm going to paraphrase him best I can. He said, well, you know, we really didn't understand it, but as it turns out, it's um, got a low death rate, not much different than the flu. A little different, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah.
2: No, seriously. Right? Well, well, he,
1: that's right? what
0: we were saying from day one.
2: Right. And then he goes on to say, well, you know, affects mostly elderly with comorbidities, so, you know, the um, mask mandates and vaccine passports really don't make any sense he literally said that you find it world economic forum 2022
0: no he's full of shit he knew it never made sense he's saying it now because the winds have changed that's why and he wants to pretend to be on the right side of history Come oh on. i know yeah this the, is... I, the guy is evil personified
2: right now one other thing when they put people on a ventilator. Because they did not that's malpractice. They didn't treat him early like Dr. Peter McCullough or Pierre Corey or yeah. Paul Merrick, any of those people said. They didn't treat him. No, so the then,
0: ventilators were just to get him out of the way.
2: Right, right. Then yeah. when they put him on a ventilator, because, of course, you would react to having that in you, they're going to give you a sedative. Now you get a sedative. Now you get rendesivir. That is a death protocol. Do you follow me? That's malpractice. But that's
0: another it's... issue of this. Thank you for bringing that up. That's another issue of this that needs to be talked about. There needs to be, mm-hmm. needs to be trials. Yes. They killed people. There were people who yeah. would not have died if they weren't put on those ventilators. They, those ventilators killed people, not COVID.
2: Yeah. And Dr. Sankur Chetty, this fellow was out of South Africa and what he did was he said he's treated 10,000 people in his clinic, never lost one. He doesn't even use oxygen. What he said was he looked at this and he said, you know. This doesn't progress like a viral. People get sick and they feel better, and then some some people come in around day seven or eight, and their blood oxygen saturation levels are low. He said this is acting like an allergic reaction, not a right. viral pneumonia. Right. So he treated people with um, corticosteroids and antihistamines, and he said within forty eight hours they were blood oxygen levels are back up to normal. He never even used oxygen.
0: Yeah. Doctors were so bad here. They really were. were. The doctors did not handle it well. Exactly. They, they panicked like everyone else, and they took bad advice, mm-hmm. and they didn't handle it the way they should have. And there were a couple of doctors I remember seeing on YouTube early on in this process, like April, mm-hmm. March 20 of 2020, who were trying to say this. I yep. had, do- I, I, remember seeing doctors online who were saying, my goodness, we know this different way. This should be handled like, of, uh, you know, what do you call it? Altitude sickness. We're not doing it the right, right way. We should be... And these guys were just totally condemned and censored mm-hmm. and canceled.
2: Absolutely, and, and and now with this new bill, this 2098 bill, um, it's going to cause them to self-censor. Do right. Follow you know I mean?
0: Exactly. Well, hopefully that will be I, that will be defeated in court because everything Newsom That'd does will be defeated in court. Everything he Amen. does. William, let me go to the Iggy. Thanks for calling, William. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Uh, thank that, you so much. Thanks bill. a lot. Okay. You're welcome. Bill. All right, uh, let me go to Iggy. Iggy. Iggy, how are things on the other side of the pond? How's everything over there?
3: Yeah, pretty good, dude. I mean, William and I are very much on the same sort of page, and and, and politically, you know, I think uh, I echo a lot of your sentiment. And um, what what I think we're going to see, or, or one measure you need to apply to doctors now, and on either side, because this is happening, a sort of a version of what you're describing is happening in the UK, is that doc- doctors are in a double bind, right? They have taken this shit for themselves, which means that they didn't do the medical due diligence that they should have done, right? Because if they'd read what I'd read, which was just available documentation, then they would have, hang on, this isn't actually that effective. Uh this isn't actually that tested or proven. We're not sure, let's hold off, right? That's what I would have done as a medical professional. Okay, maybe if you want to go and stick it in other people, that again is a separate question. But I wouldn't have injected myself as a doctor. Right? Now they did. 90% of people in America in Britain 90% 90% of medics in Britain voluntarily dosed themselves right before, a Brit- before there was ever a threat of a mandate. That tells you they're not medically competent. They believed a the narrative and they didn't do the analysis. So that's the first thing. If they reverse out of their position and they admit they got it wrong, they've automatically exposed themselves as, as, with a credibility problem. But what, after that, they've then evangelised the vaccine and injected patients. Which means that they've got a fucking liability problem because they've fucked with um, informed consent because they haven't told them everything they could have told them at the beginning, right? Right. That's right. What the state is now doing, I think that what you should watch for is that the doctors technically have the ability to resist Gavin Newsom because they can say, Gavin... If we're honest now, we realise the state's message on COVID was wrong. We've got all this experimental data. So actually, the last thing we want to do is be hamstrung to the state narrative. So we've got to reject this. Professionally, we've got to reject this, Gavin, right? That would be the obvious logical outcome. But what you're going to see is a skew where doctors are afraid of taking a stance against Gavin Newsom, because if he removes state protections from um doctors and then says okay if you don't want to back me then what i'm going to tell everyone is that if they've got any vaccine issues they should come after each of you and we won't make we won't back you as individuals right right and and that will mean that that will swing all those coward doctors towards his policy now i I say this because this is now starting to happen in the uk our medical regulator has gone from a position of saying we're the regulator Believe everything we say it's safe and effective to now saying formally they've put it this in writing if any patient does actually have vaccine related issues it's all down to and all the book stops with their general practitioner doctor that's basically throwing individual doctors under the bus now whilst the whilst the regulator walks off so be, you know, keep an eye on that, because really all all medics should be able to tell Gavin to fuck off because the evidence doesn't back his position. But they won't tell him to fuck off because they know that they're fucked if they do. If you see what I mean.
0: Well, I, I do see what you mean. I do. I, I understand that. And my feeling is, if I'm a doctor, look, if I'm a doctor here in California, I'm going to do what I've always done. I'm going to tell my patient when I think this is this way or that way or I'm going to give my advice on COVID just the way I'd give my advice on diabetes or my yeah. advice on my blood pressure and fuck Gavin Newsom, okay? <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. If I, if, if I have any problems, I'm going to sue him. I got my lawyer, I'm going to sue his ass. That's what I'm That's what these two doctors have done. They got, they've gotten out in front of this. I mean, they did this lawsuit a the day after he signed this bill. They were ready for it, you know? So I don't think any doctor is going to have to do that because this is going to be shut down in court. But if I'm a doctor here, if I'm worth anything, if, I, if I'm a doctor here and I'm listening, to, if I'm letting Gavin Newsom, if I'm letting Matt, Fucking snake oil salesman, that that hair gel king, Playboy, tell me what to do. I'm going to become a doctor somewhere else. All right, I'm not going to. I'm not going to practice in this state. No, am I going to let Gavin Newsom bully me around? Of all of all people, of all people, Gavin Newsom. So I don't. I don't think. That, look, I think what it comes down to is doctors. <laughs> doctors would follow this the way children are going to come across state lines to come here and get you know gender. The reassignment surgery it 's not going to happen, hope,
4: yeah, his yeah.
0: bills are still yes. very dangerous because what he 's doing as i 've mentioned a million times before, is he 's simply just playing to the extreme left wacko libs who put him in office okay that 's mm. all he's he 's doing to continue to be put in office. He wants to continue to win with seventy percent of the vote, and when he puts these when he puts these bills out there, believe me, Iggy, maybe in london i don 't know here in San Francisco, I guarantee the majority of people agree with these bills. They agree with them, Biggie. They, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the people here agree. Most of the people here in San Francisco agree that what Gavin Newsom is doing, making doctors say what he said they should say, and they agree that children should be able to come here to get sex change. They They agree with it.
4: Well, I mean, what does that tell you about the IQ, the independent IQ of people in that state then? I mean...
0: Uh, of L.A. and San Francisco are not very good. I mean, when you go outside to Orange County and you go out to you know northern parts of California, they're fine. They're 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 they have common sense. They're they're
4: moderate, but no, not here, not in L.A. We know that. What, they're not. What? You know. What do, Okay, so look, think about the corollary, right? You can you can now in this in these next few years post COVID, right? You've, you you could probably ride a wave of idiocy because people are still caught in this self belief bullshit that that they didn't they did do the right thing, right? But in a few years' time, if, if you do get a reduction in medical care because doctors go out of state, right, or you get a continuation of the degradation of social conditions because of the laws, like with shoplifting that we talked about last time, right. or right. with it right, how, how long do you reckon this shit's got to go on before people just go, you know what, life is actually pretty shit because I can't get much of it out of my doctor, there aren't many doctors left. Gas is still ridiculously, you know, 50% higher than elsewhere. And um, the, the town's gone to shit. How long do you think that's going to take before people see irrefutable evidence of ludicrous policy? It should have happened a long time ago. Yeah, it always <laughs>
0: it happened should have 20 happened. years but ago. Much... I mean, this is a... yeah. it, to me, it's getting worse here, though. That's the problem, Iggy. It's getting worse here. It's not getting better.
4: Yeah. So, how much how much worse is it going to have to get before before even the most dyed in the wall idiots see it? Uh,
0: I think I no,
4: I don't. I think there's too much of a. I
0: think it's too much of a cult mentality here. I do, and I think no matter how bad it gets, they might see it getting bad, but they don't blame the pol. They don't blame the people they voted for because then they would have to blame themselves, right? If yeah. you blame the people you voted for, you're blaming yourself because you voted them in, right? So they don't want to do that. No one one here wants to take personal responsibility for anything and say, you know what? I put the wrong people in office and this happened. No, I got to change. They don't do that. No, they won't do it. I mean, look, I see I have friends in New York City who say, oh, the crime here is terrible. I can't take it anymore. And I say, well, why? So they they said, look, Iggy, they said this when Bill de Blasio was mayor of New York, right? Crime was getting bad, really bad. And so what did they do? They put another Democrat in who was worse than him. So Mm. how bad does it have to get? I don't know. I th- I think, I, I don't, I can't, I, I, one would think it will have gotten to that point by now, but I don't, I don't see, I don't see it changing. I, re- I mean, look, it was a different time. We have Trump derangement syndrome now. Look, in the 90s, when crime was getting bad in New York, there was a black mayor named David Dinkins, not really responsible for it, but he was there when it was happening. It was, it started before him, but, and he made some positive changes. However, in the 90s, They blame the Democrats for the crime. They voted in Rudy Giuliani, a Republican, right? Unheard of, a Republican mayor in New York. But that was before Trump derangement syndrome. Now Mm -hmm. with Trump derangement syndrome, I don't know if these cities will ever vote for a Republican. I I, I would not be surprised if it takes a long time, if ever in my lifetime, where these big cities vote for a Republican. Mm -hmm. Simply because of Trump, because the Democratic Party has their game plan, which is every Republican that runs is Trump. Every Republican that runs is, is, is a, another version of Trump. That is their game plan because they know how deep Trump derangement syndrome goes. And as I've said, they use this sickness to win. They, they take advantage of sick people with an illness to win. And as long as they keep getting away with that, I don't see anything changing. I really don't.
4: Will, can – okay, so what do you reckon though? is if if Trump runs again, right? I I suspect that Clinton will run in 2024, right? And the problem is that I think-
0: Why are you making me so depressed?
4: Wait, 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 wait. So you got to, because I think there's something worth working for, right? Because the problem is that if Trump is drawn into that political personality contest, it it won't be constructive because what you really want is to pave the way for DeSantis to go in Because no matter what, at least he was a guy who had enough independent thought in office to do what you said, which is essentially preserve freedom of choice. But underneath it, he was actually rejecting a lot of the policy. Right. So he was charting enough of a political course to get a decent outcome for most of the people in his state. Right. Right. But if Trump runs, that will displace DeSantis. Right. And essentially, essentially DeSantis will probably get sidelined in that campaign. So do you think Trump will run? again regardless and and should should he actually not run and dissenters yeah i i
0: I, i'll talk more about this after the midterms and going into next year but as i've said i've 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 made it pretty clear i don't think i don't think trump will run i don't think biden will run i think neither will run i think i think the media is just keeping them in it just to just once again just to get people to view and to keep people on the edge but i don't think i don't think i i think neither will run and the primary will be uh uh, Kamala, of course, that's ridiculous, but she's going to run. She's the vice president. Why not? It'll be Kamala, Buttigieg, Newsom. Those three will be the top ones. Others might come in to play, and I think the Republican is basically you got you got your DeSantis and some others, less than on Republicans who will get in. I mean, if Trump doesn't run, you will probably see seven or eight Republicans get in. Um, but DeSantis obviously is the front runner. Off the bat, and uh, I think once again, I, I think there's no chance. I, I can't imagine. I think there's no chance Biden runs again. There's no chance. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Democrats the party commitment. doesn't want him to run again. You know, that's a problem. Mm. Mm. I mean, that that just that's just my feeling. I mean, we'll know actually. It's crazy enough. October. We'll probably know within five or six months time. You know, but uh, I don't. I don't see either of them. I think Biden will use the excuse that, the you know, I I think the Republicans winning big next month could be an excuse for Joe Biden. Um, uh, But I don't know. And I think, you know, uh, you know, Trump, I think, would probably at this point in his life and everything that's going on rather be a kingmaker than run again himself. So I I think, uh, you know, if if I had to put odds on it, I'd say there's a better chance Trump runs than Biden runs. All right. If I had to pick, if I had to pick one of the two, if someone forced me to pick one of the two. I'd say Trump runs, Biden doesn't. I mean, Trump I at they, least has yeah. has all of his marbles, but Biden doesn't. That's that's a big difference.
4: Yeah, I don't think the DNC can, can credibly get behind Joe Biden again with all of his like gaffes. It's just it's just too there's just too many, isn't there? Right. It well, feels... plus plus more. There are Republicans. There
0: are many Republicans who would love to see Trump again. There are very few Democrats.
4: Yeah. Who, but Biden. all the Republicans really have to do is create a sponsored message. That is literally two minutes of Biden shaking hands with the air, right? I mean that that yeah. is just he's just got gold, isn't he? You can't come back from that. And anyway, now that the the Hunter Biden laptop is confirmed, you could even take videos of Hunter Biden uh shaving his own bollocks, you know, um because that's that's the video that that's one of the videos, right? Yeah. Um, and just say this is why would you vote this man's father into office right he's enabling this guy his son to do these things right yeah and then and then the burisma stuff and all the rest of it you you couldn't possibly well actually here's a here's a measure of the republicans if the republicans did not use that ammo against biden that tells you that they're corrupt and part of it themselves yeah if biden ran and they didn't use that ammo then you've got to be asking what the hell are the republicans doing because that's the obvious way to to get in
0: yeah, no, they definitely that that's definitely ammo I would use if I was running a campaign. If I if I if I was running the ad campaign against Joe Biden's re-election, of course I'd use that. But you don't even have to go there with that. You just, look the economy, the gas prices, mm-hmm. the inflation, the differences between you know this country under Trump and this country under Biden. I mean, it's just the yeah. crime, everything. I mean, there's just <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, what's also going to come out more, as I've talked about in the show. The vaccine issues, the fact that they don't stop the spread, that they're hurting, killing people, more of that information is going to come out over the next two years. How's that going to make Joe Biden look for pushing these things and pushing them and pushing them? And that also could hurt Trump because he started this whole fucking thing with Operation Warp Speed. So the only one who's really clean of that is DeSantis. Yeah. He's the only one who is actually right on all these measures, right? Whether it's masks, whether it's vaccines, vaccine mandates, everything,
4: lockdowns, he's the only one. And the thing is, as well, you can be as blatant as to just to say you could literally just big yourself up. There's no shame in it. If he, he could literally just walk around with graphs saying, see, I was right. See, I was right. And, and you wouldn't be able to argue against it. The, the, the time for any kind of uh, you know, ambiguity about may, oh, maybe the vaccines did work. The data doesn't show that they work. The data shows it damaged the human immune system. right? right. And um, but, you know, so DeSantis could take that line. I mean, I I, I just hope that your country and mine sort of eventually wake up to this because it's, it's just nonsense. But um, I agree we'll with you. See.
0: Iggy, thanks for the call as always. I, Take it I, easy, man. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Well, that was a, a good show. I think we're going to start to wrap things up. Um, yeah. So like I said, the fact of the matter is more and more of this information is going to come out. More and more of these numbers are going to come out. How disastrous, truly how disastrous this vaccine was. I mean, we're past the point now of knowing it doesn't stop the spread, that we've known for a long time now. And we know that people who take it are getting COVID multiple times, but that's bad. The, the ineffective part is bad enough. But the fact that it wasn't safe, and that it was dangerous, that it was poison, more and more of that is going to leak out now, as we just saw with these numbers, you know, so that is really, that's the thing to watch moving ahead. Through these midterms into the uh you know the presidential election next year, uh, beginning of it, the primaries is this whole the the, the vaccine uh, awareness and the 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 eventual you know uh eventuality of people having to realize that they might have hurt themselves if not in the short term, then certainly possibly in the long term. and how are people going to deal with that, and how is Congress going to deal with this? That that is to be seen. All right, I want to thank my callers today. Who did we have? We had uh, we had William and we had Iggy, right? I know Daniel's out there listening and a bunch of others that were listening. I appreciate it. Um, th- remember, this show is on Monday through Friday night, okay? Here on call-in, I, 11 p.m. it starts Pacific time. That's 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. over there in London, and uh, five nights a week. My name is Mike Cachopoli. This is in Let's Be Heard. Remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening. See you here tomorrow night. Same time, same place.